Good afternoon. A man is facing a host of child abuse charges after a 14-year-old girl was allegedly sexually assaulted at a park in Sydney southwest. Officers arrested the 46-year-old man at a home in Penshurst, later charging him with producing child sex abuse material and aggravated sexual intercourse with a child under 16. He was refused bail and will stay behind bars until he faces court in October. The three Marines who died in that crash have now been identified. As Robert Avadi reports, they have been honoured at Darwin's Cenotaph. Well, how times have changed. 80 years ago during World War II, the Japanese were bombing Darwin and this morning Japan's ambassador came here to the city's cenotaph to pay respects to the three American Marines killed in that crash on Melville Island, roughly 90 kilometres to our north. The victims were identified this morning as Captain Eleanor Lebeau. She was the pilot, just 29 years old. Corporal Spencer Collart was only 21. And 37-year-old Major Tobin Lewis was the third fatality. Their comrades from the Marine Rotational Force Darwin were among those paying their respects here last night at a candlelight vigil organised by the RSL. Dire Straits war ballad Brothers in Arms rang out as Australians and Americans wept and embraced. And among those grieving were members of the Care Flight team, which helped rescue 20 survivors, three of whom remain in Darwin Hospital. Darwin is a military town, so um, this is where we all come together and um, we put our arms around each other and make sure everyone knows that they're supported. Darwin is a bit of a garrison town. It's always had a large military presence and appreciates its military. The Predators run war games continue here in the top end, but only on land as an exclusion zone remains around the crash site. It will be that way for at least a week as questions continue to be asked about the future of the Ospreys after multiple calamities involving the aircraft over the past 20 years. The boss of Virgin Australia says airfares could be up to 40% lower if Qantas and the government would agree to greater competition. It's the latest criticism of outgoing Qantas chief Alan Joyce, already under fire over his airline's unredeemed flight credits. Chris Reason has more. Good afternoon. Revelations that Qantas has successfully lobbied the federal government to stop any further flights from Qatar Airlines into Australia has infuriated Virgin Airlines with the CEO scathing in her comments today. The Senate inquiry into the cost of living crisis saw Qantas CEO Alan Joyce grilled over high ticket prices, record profits and his role in the government's decision to block further flights from Qatar Air. Virgin Australia furious, saying they were disappointed and surprised with the reasons behind the decision after Assistant Treasurer Stephen Jones confirmed it was about keeping Qantas profitable. She says the request for 28 extra flights a week would mean more competition and significantly lower ticket prices. I'd guess that would be a reduction of at least a third, maybe 40% reduction in airfares. It was also revealed in the inquiry that the flight credit issue was $150 million larger than first thought, half a billion dollars owed to Australian customers. But Qantas says they're doing everything they can. There's a video and a hotline, 13 13 13. And on the website homepage, go to Fly, Manage Booking Flight Credit. Scroll down, enter your six-digit booking reference, surname, and follow the prompt. There are T's and C's and you need to act by December 31st. Qantas though insists that the credits and refund system is working successfully. Mr Joyce saying yesterday that 95% of claims were being resolved within seven days. Back to you.